the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm very excited that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too, and thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or to give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that path may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and give you hope. Today, we wrap up a mini-series of three shows about taking control of your finances during and beyond divorce. And we are joined again by Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor and Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, Gary Wolf. Hello, Gary. Hello, good to be back. I'm glad you're back. This is episode three. Yep. (laughs) Ready. Strong finish here, yes. In the past two shows, we talked about the financial separation that takes place in divorce, and we also talked about taking control of your finances to secure your financial future, including some details like credit, and how it can both hurt you but also help you. So if you missed those episodes, make sure to download and listen to them on your favorite podcast app or click podcasts under the programs tab on KKHT.com. Now, today we will be talking about making it all work. And you might be wondering what it is. And I will tell you, it is your finances. Your financial world will be different because of divorce. That is a true statement. It can be better or it can be worse. But rest assured, it will be different. Why? Because you will be separating your finances from another person. 
that's different, plain and simple. Different can mean there's been a change. And change can make some very uncomfortable. (laughs) In this show and in this series, we're here to help you to address that and help you look at it, the change in your finances, in a different way. Here's a different way you can look at the financial changes in divorce. You can look at the good news the change in your finances brings. The good news is that you now have the opportunity to have more control over your finances and you can even learn some new skills, habits that will help you make good decisions when it comes to your finances. I often say you can find the good if you look for it. So how about we look for the good today? Gary, you ready? Let's do Let's do that. I'm ready. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> but before we begin, please know that in this show and in this series, we are not giving you legal or tax advice. Very important that you hear that. You need to talk to an attorney about your legal questions or a tax professional about your questions related to taxes. So, Gary, today we are talking about that good news. And we are talking about learning new financial skills and habits. And we are going to even reveal a secret, a social security secret. I don't even know the answer. So listeners better Uh, stay tuned, huh? Little known fact. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so, I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat waiting. (laughs) Right. So you guys stay tuned before we get, and again, before we get into this, we have one other little thing that we have to make sure we check the box on. Gary, little disclaimer you got to share with us. I do. The use of the CDFA designation does not permit the rendering of legal or tax advice by Morgan Stanley or its financial advisors, which may only be done by a licensed attorney or tax advisor. The CDFA designation is not intended to imply that either Morgan Stanley or its financial advisors are acting as experts in this field. There you go. Thank you. And listeners, what you may be wondering about, what is that? Well, we are back on the air here with Gary Wolf. He is a financial advisor with Morgan Stanley. And he is a certified divorce financial analyst. And that's what that little disclaimer was about. And Gary's joined us the last um, two episodes prior to this one. And we've been talking about, uh, we've really been looking at a deep dive, uh, if you will, uh, about your finances in divorce. So uh, divorce is, from a legal standpoint, it's the dissolution of a marriage. And one of the largest components of that is separating the finances of the two people within the marriage. And so we've been looking at that, not just the overarching financial separation, but also, as I mentioned, we looked at some specifics, credit and so forth in the last time, which is what was really more about taking control of your finances so that you can secure your future. And this time we're looking at kind of the all of it together, making it all work from a perspective of the good that can come out of this. So again, speaking of that good news, we can learn things through this process, Gary, and we're going to be learning some new financial skills. What are some of those new financial skills that we can be learning through this process? Probably the most important one is a budget, and that's even if you didn't or don't have a a formal budget during your marriage, it's still a great thing to create pre-divorce, so going in, heading into any uh, sort of divorce or negotiations, because it can be a good negotiation tool, and then if a court's involved, it can help the judge evaluate things like child support and spousal support. So the the more information you have, the better. We talked about that in previous um, episodes. So 
really roughing out a budget. And if you'd like, I can go through the major categories, Christy. I don't know how much time we have in this segment, but we've we've got like? a we've got a good amount of time, and I think that would be helpful because when you say the yeah. word budget, I've got to imagine a lot of people just cringe. <laughs> I, I, I cringe when I see budget, my eyes roll I do in the too. back of my head. Yeah, yeah, so. I don't want to know what I'm spending. But in this case, you really do. And a lot of times people haven't. And so they, I, w- I would say there's uh, several broad categories that, so, that go in and make up a budget. Okay. Uh, I would say the home and everything that's related to that. Utilities, and that includes cable and gas and water and even garbage pickup. Transportation, which we all know is car and gas. Medical, and that includes the dentist. Elder care counseling, things like that, child expenses, there's a long list of things underneath that, entertainment, which includes dues, vacations, electronics, movies, things like that, business and professional, which we know about, Uh, you know, dues you may have to organizations or, you know, things you attend, tax-related is the other big one, and everything that goes along with that, insurance, and then if if you're a charitably inclined, you'll want to even include the, the giving that you normally do regularly um, as well. So we have home, utilities, transportation, medical, child expenses, <laughs> entertainment, business, tax, insurance, and philanthropy. And I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I know, already. And there was lots of stuff underneath there that I didn't even mention. Right, right. So, but the more you have and the more you know, the better prepared you are going into, especially right at the beginning, to know what to ask for and what you can live on. Right. And so we we first know that that's a good thing. And we're talking about the good news. We're learning a new financial skill, budgeting. And I would guess that the figures out there show that we're not very good at budgeting. But as I put myself in the listener's um, shoes in their seat thinking, okay, I'm I'm going through divorce. We've talked about this on previous shows. I've got a, you know, shoebox with receipts. I don't know what my budget is. Is there anything we can give the listeners out there keeping in mind they're in the midst of one of the most, you know, the challenges of their lives, right? And I'm being now told right now I need to put a budget together, not only for this process that I'm going through, but for my future. Um, Is there anything that you can suggest, a resource? Do you have tools that they can use to help them start on this budget? Oh, we absolutely have the tools for that. I mean, just just getting together with one of your team members, a financial advisor in this case, and sitting down and don't don't try to take it all on yourself because it's it's hard. You, I'll, I'll, we'll start from the top level and work down. A lot of things that were in your budget won't apply once you're separated. Many will, and many of those are basic expenses that some people don't have an idea of how much to budget for because they haven't rented an apartment in 25 years. You know, they haven't uh, paid a gas bill, you know, or or an electric bill, so they don't know. The best thing is, or the most important thing is not to become overwhelmed. Look as an opportunity to work with somebody who's been through this before and sit down with them and let them uh, cue you as to what to think about and and what may or may not be important right out of the box. And we talk a lot about that through this show is the team and and involved with you as they're walking the path, whether it's you as a financial advisor or divorce coach. But I've got to imagine, and since, um, you know, a lot of different people listen to the show, and uh, I would guess that a lot of people hear, okay, you're going to add somebody to a financial advisor. Am I going to have to pay that person to help me go through that budget? Right, and that's always not necessarily true. Okay. A lot, and, and yeah, and without getting into details, no, you, it's not always true that you will. Some all financial advisors do it differently. But the the main thing, you know, when you're approaching this type of an overwhelming uh, situation or seemingly overwhelming, is like our our divorce coach 
uh, Christy says, you got to overcome the overwhelm. And, and the way you do that is to reach out and find out. And there's nothing wrong with asking someone, uh, if you've been referred to them, hey, what is this going to cost me? How much time are you going to spend with me? And then what, what's, what's the outcome going to be? Because a good, a good financial advisor is going to realize that that person is coming to them overwhelmed in many cases, and that that's the, the real value of having the partner there, uh, whether they're doing it you know, however they're charging you for it. But right. make sure you understand going in because you don't want to add yet another thing to the the stress of, of preparing for, for making a life change like this. Right, absolutely. And and then one of the reasons I wanted to ask ask that and actually see what you said is is because when we are in that overwhelm we tend to get stuck and so we don't move forward and so we might just kind of keep spinning and spinning up maybe even the legal fees. So that's why it pays, <laughs> pun intended, mm-hmm. for us to, in fact, to bring other people to help us move us through that. It actually can save us money in the long run. So we're talking about the good news within divorce and your finances uh, within all of that situation, making it all work for you, um, learning some good things, some skills and so forth, and budget is one of them. And so thank you, Gary, for that list. Uh, for sure. And knowing that getting this budget together, these details can help overcome the overwhelm. And that's what we're all about. So you guys stay tuned. We've got that secret, the answer, the the reveal of that secret coming up. So you don't want to miss it. Uh, So stay tuned. Come on back. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters.
Oh, we are talking about finances. That just was a nice little segue there for me. <laughs> Lots of fun with, again, Ren Collective in this series. And we're talking with Gary Wolf, financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst. And we've been talking to Gary this, uh, again, this show, the past two shows, we've been doing a little mini series of uh, taking control of your finances through divorce. We've looked at the overarching financial separation. We've looked at securing your financial future through uh, details like credit um, that can hurt and help you. Uh, But today, and today we're actually looking at kind of making it all work, looking at the good news that this change in your life, this different phase of your life is bringing about. We oftentimes don't look at it as good news, but there are some good things coming out of it, i.e., building some new skills, learning some new things like budgeting. And we all kind of go, you know, like a little bit, you know, get a little cranky when the word budget comes up. And in that crankiness, we can feel overwhelmed. And if if the divorce process is, isn't overwhelming enough, now add budget to it and you're completely overwhelmed. So one of the things that we're working to go do as a divorce coach, as a financial advisor, uh, we're working to help you with the overcome uh, overcoming that overwhelm and and one of the things that um, that we may not realize and I mentioned it in the first segment we may not realize that in fact bringing on another team member a financial advisor divorce coach can actually help you move the process along faster it can also help you save money and we we won't completely unpack that um, and as we've talked about it before but ultimately it's this is that if you're bringing in someone with a special skill set to help you in the area in which they're especially skilled, then you're not asking another person to try to do something that is not their skill set, i.e. an attorney. Oftentimes, though, we go to the attorney and we're asking them to be everything, financial advisor, uh, tax professional, divorce coach, mental health professional, all in one, and they're equipped to be an attorney. And so we're asking them, we're paying paying them to help us, you know, get unstuck. And it's really not in their area of expertise. They need to focus in on the legal. So when you bring someone else onto your team, they actually can help you move through the process a little bit quicker. It will save you money. Um, And that's the reality. And the reality, there's some other kind of reality checks as we begin to think about how we make this all work. And there is a little thing called alimony, maybe not so little, um, that people think about. But what is the reality of alimony and and how is that how does that play into our finances and making it all work, Gary? That, and that's a great that's a great topic to bring up because there there have been recent changes to the law um, in uh, regarding alimony in the state of Texas, and I think it's I think it might be national. Check with your tax advisor, but the reality of of, of alimony since 2019 is that alimony payments or what we call spousal support in Texas will fall under new they fell under new tax rules starting back in 2019. And that under the new regulations, the individual who pays spousal support or what they call alimony to an ex-spouse will no longer be able to deduct those those payments. Mm. And the recipient of the money will no longer pay taxes on that income. So it goes to the person that's receiving it. It's tax-free. You know, it's not taxable income. And the person that's paying it doesn't get to deduct it. And up until 2019, it used to 
you know, that used to be kind of a lever that was used in divorce. It's kind of no longer there. So from that aspect, that's new. That's mm. new. And so I've got to hear that on one side, we're talking about good news and divorce and finances. <laughs> that's good news for one party, maybe not so good for the other party. So how do we kind of work through that? Or how would you work through that with someone who may not maybe the uh, the person on the side paying the alimony or the spousal support if you're in Texas. So you're asking about the person who's not, the person who's receiving it? Um, well, I think we can pretty much say the person who's receiving it, that's, I would guess, Yay. good news, yeah. right? Yay. <laughs> yeah. How can, news. is there any good news that can come from the person <laughs> who's paying it? Uh, just, it's a, uh, it's a real question. Yeah, and it's, it's the the question, and it used to be, you know, you, uh, spouses who were paying wanted to do it because it was deductible. It was a way to say, I'll give you this money and I can take a deduction. Now that's, it's not good news for the person that was using that as a tool to maybe preserve assets on their side. Mm. Okay. So is there but, an alternative? But, you know, there can be alternatives. It's more of a legal wrangling issue. Okay. You know, there can be, there can be. It's it's interesting because in in Texas, especially when it's a, a separate property state, um, you you can kind of work your own deal. So I think I think some people may think that when you go into a divorce, there's some channel you're forced into, and you don't have limited choices. But you you can negotiate your own deal. You can come up as, and be as creative as you want to be with who pays whom. So, so for example, there are several types of alimony. You can do temporary support. So that might be an answer instead of just doing something for a long time. There's rehabilitative support, there's, a, there's a permanent, and then there's reimbursement. So rehabilitative support can be temporary, and it's designed to last until you become self-supporting. Um, temporary support is paid during separation before the divorce. So there's ways you can do it and still kind of say, well, I can, I can pay a little bit maybe up in, in, in advance, or I can pay some after, but then it's only temporary. Or I could just reimburse you for something that uh, repay you for specific expenses that you helped pay during the marriage, and it's kind of a payback thing. You know, okay. instead of saying, "Hey, this is more money that I'm going to pay you," I'll just pay you back for things that you spent on the marriage um, while we're still married. So, what I'm hearing then, the takeaway for me is that we can come to this situation of divorce, the finances and whatnot, from a creative perspective, mm-hmm. um, which I would guess that many don't really think about that. And I think you referenced it earlier is that divorces, this is, you know, we're splitting things 50, 50, and this is what's got to be. But in fact, we're coming to a negotiation of, of what's really going to, um, help this situation move ahead in the best way it can for both parties involved. And, and we can create, um, you know, a, a better situation if we work together. And I know that's, that's kind of beginning to tap into kind of in the collaborative divorce process. Um, but, I, you know, I think that's what I want the listeners to hear is that it doesn't have to be so-called one way or the other way. There is a creative approach you can take. My experience has been many different outcomes, uh, and, and a lot of times we'll go over these. You know, you'll you'll find that in mediation, you'll find that in pre-negotiation, when attorneys will go back and forth, and husbands will offer, or wives will offer, and then a, a counter will come back. You know, and say, well, what about this? What if we just did it a different way? What if I just paid you a lump sum, and then the other 
party, and even their attorney will go, we didn't even think of that. You know, we weren't even sure that was an option. You know, so, and there's still the matter, you know, the the, the other portion of alimony is kind of child support, too, right? So that's, that's kind of a component of those monthly incomes, and, and, and child support's a little bit different. Right. than alimony. Child support's not deductible or counted as income, and it never has been. Uh, and that's money that comes to the person who has primary care, and, and uh, that can, that's, not, that's not typically negotiated. There are, there are rules for that. Right. In there Texas, are. there are at least. Yeah, yeah. there's rules. It, it's based on several different things, and alimony and uh, spousal support payments, um, you know, t- intended to support a child or the children or, are, are based on income, right. typically. So there are some things that are kind of hard and fast rules. I, and I'm glad that yeah. that's a hard and fast rule because it's the children that need, they need the support and we don't need to negotiate that. Um, and, but, you know, one thing I heard in there is, and it was quick, but it was a great question when we're thinking of things from a divorce coaching standpoint or just coaching in general, is if coming from that curious mind, you said, what if? And so that means that going back to the good news within this part of divorce or all of divorce is what if we do it this way? This is an option. This is an opportunity. This is a possibility versus, and and it helps people get through the process together um, to a better place. And so I think that's a good thing that I want. That's a positive. It's a positive. That's a positive. Because yeah. you're not asking legal questions. People that ask those questions think they're asking, am I allowed to? Right. Or, um, you know, will the courts allow? And a lot of times it's not, it's not about that. It's about what the parties agree to. Right. Yeah. And, and then you go, you go that, cause that, you have to have that first. Right. So what if we do it this way? Yeah. What and if we do it this way? So yeah. uh, we don't have a lot of time left in this segment, but we, we, uh, also, you know, there's other things, tax, insurance, health. Can we do the same thing there? What if, you know, come to that creatively as far as who's paying taxes, insurance, or is anything that, anything there that you want us to know with regards to making it all work? Um, and you can. Course. You can. And with regards to health insurance, uh, there, are a lot, there are different options uh, depending on who, who has it. But, I mean, both spouses may have already been carrying it. Some spouses will say, I'll pay for your health insurance for two or three years or something like that until you get on your feet or get a job or something um, that allows you to participate and maybe even pay the premiums. I've seen that too. Life insurance are, is, is a little uh, more complicated, but many spouses choose to continue to make the, the premiums so that the life insurance stays in force for different reasons. And, and then there are, are things like... Sorry, go ahead. I'll just no, you go ahead. If these are all the things that you can really help someone, you as a financial advisor, you can uh, help them look at all of these areas. Is that correct? Yeah, because insurance is is a, an important part of a of an ongoing financial plan because right. you'll still need home insurance and auto insurance and disability things like that. I, I get asked a lot about, believe it or not, long term care in in marriages that are breaking up in in the later stages where you have uh, people who've been married for twenty five, thirty, thirty five years. They don't want to be a burden on their kids once they split up. And I get a lot of questions about long term care. Well, and in fact, that's a it's a good question to ask, right? Because yeah. um, and in the divorce process, because if I I'm, if I'm not correct, it's pretty costly, right? Yeah, it can be. It can be. There's a certain age you want to approach long-term care at, you know, generally when you're around 50. You don't want to buy it too soon. A lot of under, they won't write you in that case because you're carrying it for so long without 
you know, being close to the time when you're going to use it. And then if you wait too long, then it just becomes prohibitive. Okay. So there's kind, of a, there's kind of a window or a sweet spot, if you will, that anyone, not only people who are divorced, should be looking at uh, long-term care. And it's, it is very – I don't want this to be a commercial for insurance, but that's another area that's becoming, because of consumer need and demand, a very creative area where they're combining right. uh, long-term Lots. care with death, and, you know, with the death benefit and, and right. premium refunds if you don't and use it. And I hate to – like I'm that. not really meaning – I've got to break in. We're about to head out to this segment, but lots of good things. So the fact of the matter, lots of details, and Gary can help you with them, and that's how we make it all work. So you guys stay tuned. We're going to find out more, and we're still heading to that secret, that reveal of the secret. So come on back. Here's today's two-minute tip. Friends, as you may have heard, this show is the third in a mini-series of three shows about the financial aspects of divorce. It's a deep dive into the details. When it comes to divorce, there's one thing you must know. Financial separation is a huge part of it. Legally, financial separation and child matters are the two main components of divorce. And so, and I can't stress this enough, you must get your finances in order so that that, that you can more easily move through this challenging life event. Today in this episode, and because it's so important, I'm repeating the top-level list of the financial information you will need as you go through the divorce process. Keep in mind that this is not an all-encompassing list. Now, you might want to take notes, or if it's easier for you, email me at christy at christystratton.com and request your financial checklist for divorce. And please note that this information is in no way legal advice, tax advice, or advice related to our guest or Morgan Stanley. Here's the list. You will need information related to you and your spouse and children, including employment information, income, dates of birth, social security numbers, insurance information, and more. You will need to provide your monthly budget amounts, including those for children and banking information, along with statements. You will need to provide a listing of all your credit card accounts and payments, as well as other loans and their statements. You will need to provide any information on tax liabilities that you may have, refunds, settlements, and more. You'll need to provide information about all assets that you and your spouse have separately and together, and you'll need statements for these assets. Again, this list doesn't include all that you will need to gather. If you would like a more comprehensive list, email me at christy at christystratton.com, and I will send you that list. Thanks for joining financial advisor and certified divorce financial analyst Gary Wolf and me for this mini-series and uh, about taking control of your finances through the divorce process. If you missed any of the episodes, remember that at any time, you can go to kkht.com or your favorite podcast app, download the Divorce Coaching Hour, and listen that way. And remember to share this show or any episode with those who can benefit. If you have any questions for Gary or me, email me at christy at christystratton.com or give me a call at 281-944-8043. Again, that's 281-944-8043. And we're back. It sounds like what it looks like here in Houston, a little bit of weather out there. And in fact, we are back with Gary Wolf, a financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst in this mini-series of three shows talking about taking control of your financial life um, making it all work, taking control, financial separation, all of that. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, Gary, uh, we were just talking about a brochure that you have that is very helpful that you could send listeners, and it's called what? 
A weathering divorce. Look at that segment. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> we did that well, huh? Thank you. That's actually all due to our wonderful, magnificent Mike, the producer. Uh, so that was very, <laughs> very helpful. But yeah, that, you know, I reviewed that document. Um, I share it with some of my clients. It's very comprehensive and is a great piece that would go along with this series. And so, Gary, how would uh, folks get that um, overview, that document, that weathering divorce? Sure. They can just um, email me at gary.wolf at Morgan Stanley. And again, my name is a little different. It's spelled like golf, but with a W, W-U-L-F. Okay. So gary.wolf at Morgan Stanley. And, or they can call at 83, sorry, 281-362-4706. And say that number for us again. 281-362-4706. And, you know, as listeners, as we were talking about in the first segment, I think it was that, uh, you know, we may think that bringing someone else in like a financial advisor is going to cost us money. Quite often, it's going to uh, not only save us money, um, but it could even help us make more money, I, I would guess. That's the idea there is to preserve wealth and this is not an area that some of us are very skilled in. And we're talking about the good news of this life change of divorce. And you might think there's not that much good news, but you are learning new skills, learning new things, growing. And that's what our intent here is to help you secure a better future, make more informed decisions, hopefully better decisions. And so we were talking about um, the decisions you make within divorce, Gary, in segment two and the... Um, I guess the, the negotiations, if you will, that, that come about as a part of the divorce process. A lot of people think that it's, you know, so-called black and white and what am I allowed to do? But that's not necessarily the truth because it can be two people coming together and deciding how they're going to split up everything. Stepping kind of, as I often say as a coach, into curiosity about what if, what can be done. And a lot of the things that we're looking at that we want to do something with is, uh, insurance, health, life, disability. And we kind of came to the, not kind of, at the end, we were talking about long-term care. And so one of the things we have to look at is not just what's happening now, but now what's going to be happening in the future, not just 18 months in the future, but 10 years, 20 years. And so retirement, because, you know, maybe you've lived 20 years with this person, 30 years with this person, gray divorces, silver divorces are on the rise, which are 50 and up. And so, you know, you've lived, lived much of your life with this person. Now you're divorcing and, you know, I don't want to be a burden on my kids and things like that. So how do you protect your future? How do you make that all work, Gary? Right. And in, in retirement plan assets is what you're, you're alluding to in, in some way, not just uh, things you have to pay for to make sure you're not a burden, but what about the things you can have that part of not being a burden is making sure that you can take a, a fair share of what's, you know, what you can um, garner from the retirement assets that were built up during the marriage. And since they're usually marital property, um, there's an expectation that they'll be divided between the divorcing spouses. So, so those assets are typically 401k plans, individual retirement accounts, defined benefit pension plans, even deferred compensation and long-term executive compensation packages. So determining the actual amount due you can be, it can be complex, uh, involving federal law for 401k plans and state law for IRAs. Um, the pension plan assets, the benefits can be paid for years down, you know, they may not be paid for years down the road or, or kind of difficult as well. It's not bad. It's, it's just good to know that these are different type of assets 
that you're likely entitled to have a share of, but you need to kind of put them um, in order, you know, of which assets, I say asset characterization, may be better for you. So back to your example of being creative, well, what if, you know, in, in, the, exa- in the, uh, the list of things that I just read off there, what if my husband has a big, uh, you know, he has a, he has a pension that he's going to get, and I might be entitled to some of that. But what if I feel like I need, I don't want to collect a pension someday down the road when he retires or when I'm old enough to get it, or however those rules uh, met out. What if I want more 401k money? Maybe that's a better asset for me. Maybe that's going to help me. I might be, you know, older than my spouse. I may be able to access those money sooner. I may be able to use them now versus later. So that's why you should carefully look at, at the different type of assets because after the divorce is final, it's going to be too late. I so much you said in there, and what mm-hmm. um, I kind of I came to is this is really how we make it all work. We come from a curious standpoint of. What if, how can we make it all work, which is what this show is about. But to, and to draw us back to what I'm hearing is that we need to make sure that we're looking at the current situation, but we also need to look at future state and in there knowing things like, well, you know, I really don't want the dollars then I need the dollars now, then we can have a conversation uh, around that. And if we have someone like yourself, a financial advisor, that's walking this path with us, we can make those better, more informed and better decisions. And, and you can, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to uh, misrepresent, uh, you know, taking money now and, and then not saving for right. retirement and not being a burden on your kids. But the options are maybe I take, I, I maybe what I, what I try to do is have more assets, keep more assets that are, that I could access if I need them and trade away some of the ones that I won't get till later because I can still grow the assets I have now if I don't use them all. So, for example, I may I may want more of the 401k, and I'm thinking maybe from the the non non working spouse's point of view, but from the spouse's point of view that the maybe a, you know the, the husband who may have a larger 401k for whatever reason maybe a higher earner or even as a as a, a female spouse, the higher earner may be saying yeah man, I don't want to give up that much of that because you know this is they, they feel like it's theirs. But but they can they can trade as well. They can say yeah. But you know what? Splitting up the pension is that's complicated. You know that's that you know that may not be great uh, for you to have. It may not be super for me to have. I, I may want to give you more of this so I can have more of that. And that's that's the beauty of it is you don't have it's not an all or none decision either. You can have some of one and some of the other. There's no there's no specific formula for how you do that. I think people go into this with a fifty fifty mindset. I'm not going to say it's rare, but it's not the norm. The split is usually not exactly 50-50, and not because it's unfair. It's just that one spouse um, needs more of one asset than the other. So it might be 60-40 on that, and the other spouse is like, fine, that's great. You know, it makes sense for you um, and me. It's not an all or none, and I think, you know, going back to the intent of this show, overarching 56 episodes uh, in this series and this show in particular, this episode, what we exist here to do is, again, to, to bring, a, bring forward this information, to bring these resources, to bring this education so that people know better what to ask for, and then to help them make informed decisions. And so we're not saying 
it's going to be 40, 60, 60, 40, 50, 50, 20, whatever, right? It's getting, it's asking the questions, getting the all the information in front of us so that we can make the informed decision. But the, I would be remiss if I don't bring this up as we think about how we wrap up this entire series is taking control of our, uh, our, our financial life, securing our financial future. Here's the thing, listeners, I want you to get is one, we need this information, but two, if we are not open, if we do not come from the what if places and we don't want to work with the other person, it's, it's often going to put us in a worse situation. And that's my intent is to help you create a better situation for you. And I know many of the divorce professionals I work alongside want the same thing. And so we really have to um, move out of this when I'm going to take it all type of mentality and look at, you know, what's the win-win here? This person needs these dollars now. They don't need them later. We can find uh, a situation that can work for us, uh, us both. And for me, Gary, that's the good news that we can bring to people is that they have a, to go back to what I said at the beginning, is they have an opportunity to um, really help this process along. So it puts people building new lives, securing a better future um, out of something bad. It is. It's a new life and it's your new life and they're your assets when you get them. It's important that you pick them carefully, you characterize them. It's also important to remember that the divorce is not a punitive process and it's not a mechanism for revenge. And if you, you take the high road and you realize, look, let me just take a reasoned approach to this. And I'm not taking the approach to say, I get half or I'm going to get, I'm going to murder that person in this divorce. You know, that's, that's not the, it, it doesn't work that way in Texas. So you might as well, you might as well put that out of your mind and take a deep breath and go into it saying it's not how much I get right to to for to to exact some sort of revenge or create a punitive effect on that other spouse it's what do I get what right. types of assets do I get you know it's, that what do I need do I get the house or do I get real money right right do I it's get a pension not a mechanism or do I get a for 401k? revenge yeah absolutely. No, it's not it's just it, yeah you're yeah. hurting yourself you're, you are my, you are opinion. hurting yourself and so very well said and I listeners I hope that you are gaining that not only getting this information but understanding there's an opportunity here and as we come back and into the fourth segment with um, wrapping up the series and final thoughts and revealing that big secret secret. I know I can't wait for it I'm on the edge of my seat literally Uh, I cannot wait so you guys come on back make sure that you find out what the I don't know is it an answer to a secret it's the it's the big reveal that's all I know it's a little known fact you guys (laughs) don't miss it come on back we really think everything's alright. Yeah. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. 
Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. We will praise you till we see your kingdom great. That works as a drum roll, I think, that music. Uh, <laughs> I should have had a drum roll, but we had Ren Collective as a drum roll. A drum roll for what? For uh, social, that the, the secret that we have, the big reveal that is coming up in segment four. A social, I guess it's very hard to say, social security, social security. secret. Say that fast three times. Three so times. what is this secret, Gary? <laughs> yeah, I was stunned to learn of this when I was a baby advisor. And it just it just floored me. I had no idea. And it's, it specifically applies to what you were referring earlier to as gray divorce or silver divorce. Because as it relates to social security, you may not be aware that you're entitled to up to one half of your former spouse's Social Security. Hmm. You're, up, you're entitled to one half of your former spouse, your ex-spouse's Social Security retirement benefits when you retire. So here's how the rule applies, basically. Your marriage has lasted more than 10 years before you're divorced. You are at least 62 years old and have not yet remarried. That's important. So... And they say 62 because 62 is the minimum retirement age. It's the age at which you can start collecting your minimum benefit. You can receive these benefits even if your former spouse has not retired. If your former spouse is retired and receiving benefits, neither of your benefit amounts will be reduced. Hmm. And if you have more than one former spouse but were married longer than 10 years both times, can't double dip, but the benefit will be based on whichever earnings record pays you the higher benefit, and that's a that's a good thing to know about Social Security. You can you many of us um, qualify for all types of Social Security benefits. In this case, if you've been divorced from two different people and you have your own record, that's three different ways you could collect Social. But here's what Social always does: they always pick they find out what you're eligible for, and then they pick the highest number. Okay. Even if you're claiming off somebody else's benefit, they always look for the highest benefit that you're eligible for. But be sure to compare any benefit you might receive on your own with the the derivative benefit amount, what they call the the, the half the half benefit from one of one of your spouses, because you'll only receive one Social Security check. Okay, so, so where my mind yeah. goes with this is there you go, listeners. There's the big reveal, yeah. and this is good because we need to know this information. Uh, I've got. To, I've got two questions. My my, I, I began to feel that overwhelming sense again, <laughs> like we did at the beginning with the the budget, because there's just so much in, in uh, as it that we can't know about. And so again, why you want to have that team with you to help you understand that? Because I mean, that was a an equation of numbers that you gave us, Gary, of 
half of this, more than two years, 62, not remarried. I can't remember all these things. Holy cow, right? right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you, and you do. It, it's, and it's important because especially if you're approaching those ages where you're 59 and a half, that's when you can pull out of 401ks and, and IRAs without penalties. That's a, a milestone. Then you, you're 62. I can start taking Social Security. Also, if I'm not married, I can compare my Social Security benefits against the next spouse. Right. That's that's basically it. I mean, in the, in a nutshell. So it, you know, you may you may um, get divorced at 59, and 59 and a half, you can pull pull money out of your IRA, and then you meet somebody, right? And right. a year later, you're 60 and a half, 61, and you're talking about marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. Before we get married, <laughs> let's let's just wait, or, or at least find out what kind of a benefit would I be, you know, would I be getting if I waited? So we're uh, another I, year. I can hear all that. My other thought goes though. We were talking about the creative process of um, uh, dissolving or, or, or changing the financials um, of the two people, separating those finances. Is this something, now that we know about it, can we negotiate it, uh, or is it, it is a hard and fast no, rule that you... It's a hard and fast. It's, it's a benefit. It's there, and it's rules-based, and it, and it will rarely come up in the, in the, in the debate. I have ne- I've never seen it come up um, inside of a negotiation because it's, a, it's not something you can negotiate. And, it, and remember that neither, neither of your benefit amounts are, are reduced. Right. If your if your former spouse is you know uh, receiving benefits, neither of them will be reduced. So, so and my, again, since most people don't know about it, right? Um, yeah, it could be brought up. I guess you could. I guess you could bring it up, but it would it would cause some interesting analysis, probably. Yeah. That, well, that's just what I'm wondering. If we're putting everything on the table, and we know yep. that this could go down the road, and we need to know about it because it's going to affect our future, but. Could this be a trade now? If you're getting this later, you know, can we offset that here to? And you said it earlier, your fair share. So, um, sure. you know, I, I think it's probably too big of a topic to to, mm-hmm. to talk about is the fair share. But um, I, I wonder about that. Uh, and and I guess what this is what I wonder as I as I wonder about it and I think about it is fair is relative to the individual and the situations. And, and so the more that we know now today, as we are going either beginning, considering, uh, stepping into the divorce process, then we can have again with this in, the intent of the show is to bring those, that information to light so we can make informed decisions and hopefully they're better decisions I'm thinking they can then also be maybe more fair. Do you think, Gary? Yeah, it's just it's just that fair I don't think is guaranteed and not to contradict, but and fair in my mind brings up it's usually associated with with more the emotional side of a you know whether you're resolving you're dissolving a business or you're dissolving a marriage, one person's idea of what's fair is often very different than well, what the other person's version is, so it's I, I believe if you base it more on need and and reasonable, you know, expectations of what economic, because we're talking about finances, so what are the reasonable expectations of what a spa, the husband's life looks like versus what the wife, soon-to-be ex-wife's life looks like post-divorce? You know, right. that's, whether it's fair or not, 
this is kind of what people need. So if you, I think if you go in with the approach on your side that I've got to get what I need out of this, you know, so if that, that may be perfectly logical to your attorney and even to a judge or whatever, but to your spouse, they may think, oh, that's not fair. Right. Yeah, you know, so uh, it, I, there's an old saying, you know, divorce, some divorce attorneys will tell you, if you don't, if, you, if you're both a little bit unhappy with your settlement, you probably did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's, and, and what that, that says to me is that, that um, idea of fairness. And so you're exactly right. Not no contradiction there. But if we're looking at fair from an emotional standpoint, that's one thing. But we can look at fair as in you, you use the word logical um, it, based on reasonable expectations. And that's what you know we really want people to get to is the, uh, the get to are those reasonable expectations. But you know, that brings me... That's what a coach can help you on. That's what a coach... <laughs> exactly. That's right. I'll throw that to you. I'll give you that. Because yeah, it's coaches and mental you. health care professionals that will coach you through that. Because even if you come out and you think you had a good divorce, you're still going to be hurt. You're still not going to feel great about it. It's not a happy process, but it can be positive, like the theme of the show, and very rewarding in the fact that you've separated and now you're on your own. It's going to be weird, but you're never just going to feel great when you're finished. It's a very it's a very difficult process to go through. So from a financial point of view, you want to at least be satisfied, you know, that, okay, I did the best I could do here, and you know, move on. Yeah. And it, I think it goes to the thing that we were talking on the break that we want to leave people with is that you want those people around you. You don't have to go it alone, that team. And, and absolutely a coach can help you with those reasonable expectations. And one of the reasonable, reasonable expectations goes back to um, kind of the underpinning of what we're talking about here is it's going to be different. That's a true statement, which I said in the opener. And one of the things that, that brought me to that I say often is difference, just different difference, not necessarily wrong. And so it's in how we look at things. It's the people that come alongside us who have that information like you, Gary, that can help them see things in a different way. Look at things from a possibility, a possibility standpoint. Look at the opportunities that we have to, to negotiate, to be creative. Um, I challenge your listeners to be different. There's no, oh, there's no it. law, right? There's no law that says if I think I'm really seriously considering divorce, that I have to call a lawyer, mm. right? If I'm, if 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 I'm, because what you're going to be feeling is not you're not going to be thinking about finances per se. You're going to be emotional, right? And you're making an emotional decision, and it will turn out to be a financial decision. But do you have to call a lawyer first? Why wouldn't you call a coach? And there, why wouldn't you call? A financial person first. Yeah, yeah. There's no law that says you have to get a lawyer right away, especially if you're just contemplating it. Right. Do it differently. Be different. Do it differently. You'll probably get a better result. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you heard you it right here, listeners. You heard Gary Wolf, financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, <laughs> certified divorce financial. And he, he put you to a challenge right there, listeners. Do it differently. Um, you know, Be check different. in with a financial advisor first, a coach. And because that's what we are here to do, both Gary and I, we're thinking partners. We are here to walk with you on the path. We want to provide you that information, that insight and support when you need it most. So, Gary... Thank you so much for being a guest on this series and for supporting the show. And it's just a pleasure. It's been a distinct pleasure. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. It is my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life 
Find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT The Word. Then this is our revival anthem.